0: Central.com. I'm really pleased to see a man that I've known for a long time, Johnny Moloto, who's joining us this morning to talk about something that's actually close to my heart. I've told you before, I'm not a smoker, but I really believe that the tobacco industry deserves at least a hearing like the rest of us manage to get whenever we're upset. And the South African Tobacco Transformation Alliance is is busy trying to get people to Understand the situation they're in, just to hear them, and it's hard enough to do that. You know, uh, after more than 118 days of the ongoing tobacco ban, can you believe that there are 300,000 jobs at stake and more than 35 million rand in revenue that has been lost? It's just sorry, 35 billion. It's not 35 million. Uh, every 35 million every day, but billions over the course of the whole lockdown. Uh, that the tobacco ban is still ongoing. And where do we go from here? We're going to discuss this with Johnny Moloto. is working alongside the South African Tobacco Transformation Alliance. He's the head of external affairs for the South African area at British American Tobacco. Let's see how we can lift the ban together, even those of us who don't smoke, who feel the same way about civil liberties. Johnny, it's nice to see you. How are you? I'm great. And yourself? Good. You're looking happy and healthy, despite the, the fact that your industry, your industry is really um, not doing great at the moment, and it's through no fault of your own. So tell me what's happening in the halls of tobacco, because you guys are vilified. You're constantly we, – we hear propaganda about how awful you are, but you're providing a service to people, and you're trying to keep people employed. It, there's a huge value chain in place here. Why don't you tell us what it feels like on the inside? Thank you very much for that, Gareth. Um, So correctly pointed out, uh,
1: SATA is the South Africa Tobacco Value uh, uh, Alliance. So we belong to that association as well. It's an alliance of different aspects of the value chain, uh, from the farmers, so the growers of tobacco leaf, to the processors, then ourselves, the manufacturers. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have third party supporters who are retailers, tabletops, hawkers, and so on. It's been very difficult across the value chain because even though the farmers from level four were allowed to sell because I think at the intervention of the Department of Agriculture to try and open up farming in general. Uh, but the one thing that I think government fails to understand is that a value chain doesn't work like that. It's the uh, uh, each and every part of the value chain depends on the next. So if you open the far, uh, up the farming aspect of it, where are they going to sell on to? Right. Because we, as the, as, as the manufacturers, you know, cannot sell on and, and And the justification that government has used to that is that, well, exports have been allowed, but exports are very costly. Hey, we don't make much money from exports because our labor costs are prohibitive, electricity is very costly, and uh, our our leaf generally is highly uncompetitive uh, if you consider what leaf from Zimbabwe and Malawi costs, far cheaper than South African leaf. We buy South African leaf simply because, and by the way, we buy uh, the majority of it, close to 90% of it prior, prior to the lockdown. And um, we buy it because it's the right thing to do to keep the tobacco sector going. But it's been very tough all round So far, Gareth, we have not retrenched. We've stayed the course uh, because we believe it's the right thing to do. But it comes at a huge cost. These are all costs that we have to recover at some
0: point. no, no Johnny, in, uh, Johnny, I just want to point yeah. out at this stage also that the tobacco industry and, and SATA, who you mentioned just a moment ago, the Transformation Alliance, these guys, you've tried really hard to sit down at the table with government to plead your case, to explain how you intend to keep those people in employment, what your contribution is to the economy. Uh, And the dangers, it has to be mentioned, of illegal and illicit tobacco trade, which obviously is taking over in many places. I mean, we've joked on this show about how, you know, Leanne, who smokes, has been struggling to get her cigarettes, and she's been smoking these revolting things that she's been buying on the black market. But the fact is, you've had to now start to get a little more combative and i'm i'm glad to see this because the consortium of tobacco companies has taken the south african government to court in a bid to overturn the administration's decisions Mm. Um, and i think that this is probably a good move because sometimes when you're not being taken seriously you have to do things about that
1: yeah so interestingly gareth is that i think we're amongst the first stakeholders maybe after alcohol On the 26th, I remember very well when the president announced that we'll be going into a lockdown, you know, from that midnight uh, going into the Friday, the 27th. And we said, wait a minute here. We don't hear anything about tobacco. We're in limbo. You know, we just uh, uh, pushed out a lot of stock into Channel. What's going to happen to all of that? And we've not since. We've made over 30 submissions and letters, even up to the president. Uh, And the first time you will remember that uh, around April that we intended to go to court, we issued a letter of demand because we thought at least through that process, that was the only way we could solicit a response that fell on deaf ears. And uh, litigation is always the last resort, you know, when uh, nothing else has worked. So even that has been a debacle because uh, we brought the matter on an urgent basis. And uh, suddenly, you know, uh, our matter was shifted to August. When it was meant to be heard in June, uh, after the, uh, we had been given um, the, the, the leeway amongst the two parties to negotiate a date, which we agreed on, yeah. uh, that would, the matter would be had on the 30th of June, and we are tre- already past press, press play. Our documents were out there, and here we are. Uh, the courts are in recess,
0: so we have to wait. And, and Johnny, are there other countries in the world? Because I haven't seen any that have banned tobacco during COVID, during the lockdowns, or is it just us? It is just us. So it is just us. Uh, uh, Botswana tried that route and uh, they immediately
1: came to their senses because suddenly there was a spike in illicit trade and uh, uh, people were still smoking. And it, it defeated the purpose, So uh, they just, I think they were, like, on this for, like, a couple of weeks. Uh, they had to lift the ban, and uh, I think things have normalized there. We are now the biggest focus in our region in terms of illicit products. In fact, some of them come as far as uh, Dubai. You know, you have Arabic Uh, Writings on these products, you know. So yeah, it hasn't worked really. This ban has actually uh, uh, failed spectacularly on all the grounds that government had advanced. Even with the sharing of cigarettes, you know, we said, you know, this could be simply addressed by education, you know. And if cigarettes are affordable and accessible, you wouldn't need this.
0: But right now, Leanne wants to Leanne wants to ask you something. She is a smoker, and she's obviously been struggling like many people during this time.
1: Yeah. Tony, do you think that government is just being stubborn on this, and they don't want—they want to save face, because if they just suddenly turn around and say, "Okay, it's unbanned," they're the ones sitting with egg on their face, and they look stupid. Yeah, well, for us, this is not about a test of wills. We really, we really don't care one way or the, mm-hmm. or the other. Tobacco is a legal product; it's not banned in South Africa. Correct. Right now, what we feel—we feel that. Uh, this is regulation by stealth, you know, suddenly all the uh, uh, conditions in the new or draft tobacco bill are being, you know, introduced to put more stringent requirements uh, for us to comply with. I mean, we are already one of the most regulated industries there is. The point is you can't actually invoke legislation that is not even yet in existence to try and regulate us. And that is what we are feeling, that they failed over the years to actually do the right thing. uh, And we've complied. And uh, right now, as I say, it's probably an opportunity to invoke all those pieces
0: of legislation they could not do under uh, a a, a normal situation. Johnny, there are a few things you've hinted at here that I think deserve a little more exploration. Number one, tobacco advertising is completely outlawed. And you guys have very limited channels to marketing in terms of what you do. And and there is a desire for your product among free people. So whether or not there are uh, health uh, issues that people keep bringing up, it's not your responsibility as a government to try and interject yourself between people and what they want to do. I mean, people eat sugar, for example, even though they know that's bad for them. People uh, People sit in front of the TV for hours and hours a day without doing exercise. You don't have government rushing in, sending a... You know, some kind of bureaucrat into your house to tell you to get up and do some exercise. So, all of this is very bizarre. And there are practical problems that come into play here because tax revenues from cigarettes are enormous and make the government a fortune every year. You guys have your products taxed at a higher rate than almost anything else. And they've said no to their own income here. It's bizarre. Yeah.
1: I mean, right now we are going out uh, borrowing money and we jump for joy when the African Development Bank gives us money, we go to the IMF. Yet we're leaving money on the table, you know, money that's there for the taking. Uh, And it doesn't mean that people are not smoking anyway. So that actually is quite bizarre to us to understand that what is the point you're trying to achieve? By the way, what uh, now is being created is a, a, a very robust Underground supply chain mm-hmm. for illicit products, not just cigarettes anymore, yeah. because this money is also channeled to for other purposes. we yeah. are hearing stories uh, well albeit uh, anecdotal of now drug dealers actually using these channels as well as pipelines to supply their product. Government struggled before the lockdown to deal with illicit trade. Imagine how it's going to be like now where these guys have more resources than government has. Post the lockdown.
0: Well, let's just we, talk, let's talk about we, this, because apparently we are in the top five countries in the world with the highest incidence of illegal tobacco yes. trade. So, 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 so we've always uh, had this problem. And uh, already when
1: the new commissioner started, came in, we're turning the corner, you know, mm. um, and in 2018, we're sitting at close to 50 percent of our market was illicit before the lockdown was sitting at 35%. So the, the, the direction was a downward trend. So we, uh, government was winning the battle. But right now, you know, the market is 100% illicit. Any cigarette sold during this period is illicit. Yeah. So what that means probably we're in the uh, even higher than five, top five because we are the only country that is 100% illicit, right? Yeah. So by extension, we are probably number one. In the world because we are the only ones in the band so we are going to come as the legal industry into a market that is 100 percent illicit so we're almost going to be like starting our businesses from scratch to compete with a an illicit market that is already entrenched so
0: yeah all right well all of us can get involved here and and this is something i feel very strongly about i'm sure that there are many people 11 12 million how many people smoke in south africa do we know Um, The stats vary between 9 and 11 million. It depends on what. Call it 11 million. Let's let's take the the liberal approach to this. 11 million people are basically being prevented from living their lives the way they choose, not to mention all those people who work in the tobacco industry who could be out of a job if this continues for much longer. There is already enormous damage to the economy, not just in terms of, of ordinary people being able to trade, legally, in. In unbanned what 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 are legal products in South Africa that you can't just declare in a in a, a state the way the government have to free people that they can't acquire things that are not illegal, and now suddenly we've got this flourishing illicit trade. We're losing out on tax revenues. It just seems completely counterintuitive, and it is. So what we can do is we can start a a petition. We can start uh, going along to a a website that's been set up called lifttheban.org because I remember when uh, Minister Nkwasasanat Lamini Zuma said she'd spoken to her advisors and she had like a 1,000 or just over a 1,000 signatures. Now I think there are many more people who would sign a petition here on lift the the tobacco industry, the support that it deserves, that it's never asked for, that it's not allowed to advertise to us for, And if you believe this is a good cause, go along to LiftTheBan.org and also get onto social media and start the hashtag LiftTheBan. I will be doing that today as well. And let's protest for things that we actually care about in this country and that are doing good, not bad, overwhelmingly for the economy of South Africa. And, Johnny, it's really good to see you again. The last time I saw Johnny was in Washington when he was at the mission there. Um, And I remember you. How's, How's your wife, Pam? How's everybody? They are doing well. They're doing well. We're all
1: hungered at home. I'm sure they are sick of me by now. (laughs) 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 But, you know, my son is doing well. At least he can study online. He's at varsity now, if you can believe it. Wow. yeah, That's how quickly time flies. But Garrett, if I could just leave your listeners with just one thought to th- think about this. Certainly. So of the crops that you mentioned, we've already lost about 30,000 that are not coming back. Next month our farmers have to start uh, 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 preparing their soil to plant. Now, in, a, in an uncertain future where we're not sure whether we're coming back or not, mm-hmm. ponder that alone. 30,000 Again, in that in that, just from the class and their dependents are in limbo because you can't put seed into the ground where you don't know what the volume demand is going to be, whether you're going to have a market for that. So this is what the the, the the biggest consequence of this ban has been. So just think about
0: it. And then government themselves put out a very strange tweet this week and then had to recall it where they said, basically, however however long lockdown goes on for, that is how long cigarettes will be banned. And then they suddenly had to make an adjustment because obviously GCIS is functioning beautifully at the moment, and they had to recall yeah. that that tweet. They said it was uh, fake news, but they put it out themselves.
1: Very strange, <laughs> very, strange. Very, very strange and confusing. Remember, uh, because we are regulated and we depend on our regulators to provide certainty, mm. such mixed messages are very confusing and they spook the market. You know, so so that's all we're pleading for as well from government, just. Get your app together in terms of the messaging uh, because we depend on that to be able to make decisions.
0: Well, you've got our support, and I hope that many more people will join at uh, lifttheband.org. I know Leanne will. I know Sia probably will. I will. Already done, and it's oh. so
1: quick. You just put in your name and your email address, and it's done.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Johnny, and good good luck for the work that you guys are doing. Um, many of us support you. Thank you, guys. Very, very good. Have a wonderful week. Johnny Moloto, and you can also find out more about the South African Tobacco Transformation Alliance. You can just go online, type in S-A-T-T-A, and you will find them. S-A-T-T-A, the South African Tobacco Transformation Alliance. Good work they're doing to bring about some awareness.
1: It's not just jobs lost. It's almost 300,000 families at a loss of hope for tomorrow. Leave the ban, Because farming alone supports hundreds of farmers who in turn employ thousands. Lift the band. Because billions in revenue has already been lost. Please, lift, lift the, band.
0: the band. Mzanzi, lift your voices together with us until we can earn an honest living again. Sign the petition at lifttheban.org.